Well, hello, EKN Nation, and welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding. It's actually the first episode of the 2023 season for This Week in Carding. It is January 11th, 2023, episode number 57, as we're bringing you all the major news that hits the EKN homepage over the past couple of weeks since we haven't had a show yet in 2023. Uh, again, perfect for listening on the way to work, coming home, in the race shop, in the tr in the car, heading to the racetrack, or even in the garage or shop. Uh, great, great uh, avenue to uh, to fill the time up with listening to carding topics. And again, our EKN radio network or available in podcast form. You're able to download anywhere. Uh, podcasts are available and iHeartRadio and all those great apps that you can that you can tune in and listen to us talk about the sport of karting. So my name is David Cole, joined by Nate Dean here on episode number 57, which is presented by Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Kart Racing has everything you need to go racing from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the track. You can rely on them to get you the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. Head to shopakr.com or accelerationkartracing.com. So again, our last episode was last year, December 29, 2022, episode number 56. Nate Dean joining me here. For episode number 57, I think that was a three-person show we did there to cap off the year, wasn't it, Nate? It was, yeah. Yeah, so we got we got to kind of cap off the year with some of the news uh, heading into 2023. And then again, as soon as the calendar turned over, more news hitting the the airwaves, social media, and, our and of course, our homepage to, uh, to uh, get more info and updates regarding the 2023 season. Uh, among the big heavy hitters and among the more topics that have been discussed on social media, and we'll talk a little bit more about an article I wrote or a column I wrote that published today on ecartingnews.com. Supercarts USA adjusts the age parameters for the new KA100 Masterclass that will be running at the Scusa Winter Series this weekend and, of course, throughout the Scusa Pro Tour. Uh, Nate, tell us a little bit about what they've done to uh, to make the adjustments. So they've made some adjustments, as you said, 21 years and older. Those drivers, if you weigh 200 pounds with your racing gear, you're allowed to move up 400 pounds minimum on the cart. And then 30 and older, you have to be at 390. So some adjustments there. Yeah, 390 is what the weight was for the 30 and over drivers at Super Nationals. And then they've added now drivers 21 and older. So essentially, it's kind of like a heavy category with with the again the stipulation that the driver must be 200 pounds if they're under the age of 30 so um again this is nothing new and i'll uh, kind of get into my column which was wait a minute and talking about weight and and age and, and certain situations i mean let's be honest there are drivers that are over the the 200 pound weight in in karting i'm one of them uh, I've been over 200 pounds for at least a decade now that I can recall. My son's 15 years old, and I think I was 230 pounds. So it's been at least 15 years that I've been at this weight. Um, and it's just, you know, we look at the average age of males over the age of 21, and it's about 197 pounds. Um, there's a lot of, you know, again, the United States is a heavy uh, country compared to European countries and around the world. But when you look at it in racing, I still think, uh, you know, I'm in a minority. There's not a lot of people like me who are my size or my weight that are competing in karting, but they still need a place to race. And I think, you know, I think what K100 seniors at 360, so that's 40 pounds difference. So if you're able to race at 400 pounds and be competitive against, you know, drivers at 390 who might be a little bit older, I think that it's a great thing. And it's something we've seen happen in Rotax racing, rock racing, uh, and other forms of, of tag racing for the past couple of decades. I mean, it, it's been no given, no, no secret about it that the master's category has kind of been that secondary heavy class. It just hasn't been named heavy. Um, 
I, I don't know what your experience is, Nate, with with this this category in, in terms of club and regional and national racing. What you, what what are your kind of your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I have some strong opinions on this in favor of it. I think there's a few people in when we announced it, the post were saying, okay, no one's no 21 and older. 21 to 30 year old is going to come out of the woodworks after running senior. It's like, Ooh, this could be an opportunity. It's it. I don't, I think some people have it in their head that that's what's happening. It's not, I'm all for making carding and the sport more accessible. And I mean, you have, if you're in that age bracket of 21 to what 29, technically you do have to run 10 extra pounds. It's, I personally don't see anything wrong with it. I don't, I can understand both sides of the argument, but I don't necessarily agree with everyone who is up in arms about it. Yeah, I agree with the, with that scenario. You know, there's not like 20 drivers nationwide, probably that are in the 21 and 29 years of age, 200 pounds or heavier that are, you know, been waiting for this to happen. You know, because again, they could go do rock racing. They can go do um, Rotax racing. They can go do other USPKS. That's that's a perfect example. That's why I wanted to bring up was USPKS. Um, when they brought back the master's category, Scott Cop was a perfect example. Under the age of 30, but had to weigh, I believe it's 190 pounds in order to be in the master's category. So he made sure he kept his weight up there a little bit because he was always on that 180 to 190 range uh, when he was racing senior. And again, just that little bit, you know, of weight kind of kept him not co as competitive as he wanted to be. And then he was his master and, and he's been competitive since moving there. And now of age, obviously over the last couple of years and, and has been a two time champion there. So it, again, it's just, it's about, like you said, it's all making it more inclusive, making it more accessible for, for different. Again, we're all built differently. We're all built <laughs> different sizes, different weights, different shapes, different everything. So I like the idea. Again, it's it's kind of a secret in karting that this has been going on for decades. And it's just Supercarts USA brought it to, you know, brought it in, decided to use it. They used to use it in the old Pro Tour days, really, with with uh, Tag Masters back in the day. You know, it was it was if you were over to you know, 190 or you might have been even 180. I know Rotax was 180 at one time. So it's nothing new. And again, the master's drivers who have been master's drivers for the last decade should know this. And if they don't, then they just haven't been educated enough about it. And again, I don't see any issues with it because if a lot of these drivers who are 21 and older, they understand how to race and they're not racing on with dad's money or mom's money. They're racing most of the time with their own money. And, you know, and it's just kind of the way it is. So again, it's a gentleman category. I really, you know, maybe that's what we need to do is just change the name to gentlemen, K100 gentlemen. <laughs> well, we can't call that because then then what about women who want to come race the class like 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 what we have in in, in master shifter with tiffany kelly and and others so it's it again it's just in a perfect world we'd probably have break down the age groups even more i think you know you'd have junior broken down a little bit more or extended to include maybe you know 14 15 and 16 and then make or makes senior 18 like it used to be or you know, there's a lot of other different factors and variables. And, but again, we're all made differently. We're all shaped differently. It's just, it's very tough to find a happy medium, I think. And I'll get a into it a, bit, a little bit later, but you know, weights are always something that should be moved depending on each, each year. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So let's get off the soap boxes for right now and get <laughs> into Rotax racing. Uh, Rotax US Trophy Series East program is uh, confirmed for the 2023 season. And they will go down to two weekends uh, for the year going to pit race or Pittsburgh International Race Complex in New Jersey Motorsports Park. Nate, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So like you said, two races, obviously starting off in the middle of June, the 16th to 18th weekend at Pittsburgh Race Complex, second and final round of the East series, if you will, will be the the first weekends of August, August 11th through 13th, towards the front end of the month at New Jersey Motorsports Park. And then obviously ending the season at Newcastle for the U.S. Trophy Final. And then, if you're lucky enough, the Rotex Grand Finals at the start of December. 
Yeah, the uh, everything kind of leads into the Ro- U.S. Trophy Final when you talk about the East and West program, Trophy Series programs. Everything leads to that U.S. Trophy Final, which is the place where Grant Rotax Grand Final tickets will be awarded. And so that is the lead into uh, the December 2nd through the 9th event. Again, the Olympics of Karting scheduled to head back to Bahrain after being there in 2021. So that was really cool to see night racing at the Rotax Grand Final, something that had never happened before. I know visually for me watching here, here in my office was phenomenal. Just I love watching night racing. You know, we see it at the Super Nationals and we see it at a couple of events throughout the year. But uh, to, to see, like again, th- that's the great thing about Rotax. They're all on the same cart. So really hard to kind of pick who who driver what driver is who uh based on either their suit or their helmets but uh, a really cool visual uh to see again with a desert in the background again so it, it was a really cool uh, event to see and we'll be at uh the u.s trophy final to provide trackside coverage of that weekend in september 14th to the 17th and then possibly at the rotax grand finals in december so uh stay tuned to that and uh, we'll obviously be covering rotax throughout the season as one of their official media partners for the 2023 season. So with that, we'll head to our first commercial break as uh, we continue episode number 57 of This Week in Karting. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawls and Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, 
and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to the first episode of This Week in Carding for the 2023 season, episode number 57. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we get into the new topics and news items of the sport of carding here over the last basically 11 days since we started the new year. Uh, looking into the new year will be the start of the Challenger of the Americas heading into its 16th season here in 2023. And they have confirmed uh, their series sponsors. Uh, among them include Alex Keys Racing, Nash Motorsports, Four Direction Motorsports, Ruthless Karting, Sweet Tech Racing Engines, Ron White Racing, Collect Karting Collective, P1 Engines, Acceleration Kart Racing, Odenthal Racing Products, and Courtney Concepts. Uh, a really cool thing is a, uh, a helmet painting is going to be raffled off uh, at the end of the year, Nate, it provided by Rude Image. Uh, essentially, they're going to take all the drivers who competed in all six rounds of the 2023 Challenge of the Americas. If they did not finish on the championship podium, they'll be put into a drawing for uh, that day, the, the end of the day championship podium uh, ceremonies. And one lucky driver will be able to earn a, a brand new helmet paint job uh, by Root Image. So something cool and something unique by the Challenge of the Americas. Yeah, it's cool for to see series kind of go off the beaten path in terms of prizes and not just do like, Oh, we got a scooter or this kind of the typical stuff that you see most of the time. A helmet painting would be really cool. And I'm sure anyone would take that. So it's a cool idea. It's cool to see. And, and it's a loyalty award as well too, because you have to compete in all six rounds. So it's for somebody who doesn't finish on that championship podium. So maybe somebody who finished fourth, Somebody might have been finished sixth or or seventh. And again, we're just part of the series. Maybe got on the podium throughout the year, but didn't end up in a, in a good spot in the championship chase. So a good way to kind of finish the series and a great way to kind of get into that summer season. So uh, registration now open for, at challengecarding.com to, uh, to be part of their opener, which is scheduled for February 3rd through the 5th at the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, and again, EKN will be trackside live there for that event. Heading into our next bit of news, uh, we have uh, some industry news regarding Parallel USA and Motaz Sport joining forces. So, Nate, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on with that those two uh, programs. Yeah, so the official dealer and race team Motaz and Cadet and Single Speed categories will be kind of helped out by Parallel. You're seeing this a lot in the past couple months between rpm and nitro a lot of teams just combining with either chassis manufacturers or other teams just to share resources a direct link to the factory and european race team will be between that perlin and motaz sport and then of course motaz continues their partnership with bn engines yeah, adding kind of, you know, Parallel USA based on the east side of Florida where Motes Sport is on the west side of Florida, but also providing a another race team that travels to different events throughout the year. Uh, so Parallel USA doesn't have to focus on the on the race team aspect of things and can focus on building the brand itself. And again, Motes Sport, a uh, very successful program based at the Anderson Race Park there in Palmetto, Florida. So interesting to, to see that news. And again, like you said, it, it, we're seeing a lot more of these uh, collaborations going on within the sport, as you said, RPM and, and Nitro Kart. And we've seen others as well, too, uh, throughout the past. Again, it's, it's great to see, again, our, our industry is so, uh, so unique and, and, and small. So you don't want to be going, you know, bashing heads and, and fighting with one another. It's good to see similar companies working together and moving forward to, to not only extend the brand of, of potential manufacturers, but again, just keeping uh, the customers happy. Because again, that's the whole reason for the industry is, is providing and getting new customers as well. So with that, uh, we'll head into our second commercial break as we uh, continue on with our 57th episode of This Week in Carding. 
Uh, again, January the 11th, 2023, a uh, uh, hump day Wednesday. And then we'll get into our third segment of This Week in Karting. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program... Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formel teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win Shifter Kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Supernats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Supernational events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209 209- 747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to another edition of This Week in Carding. This episode, episode number 57 on January 11th, 2023, presented by Acceleration Kart Racing. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we kind of continue on with uh, the latest news and topics surrounding the sport. Uh, One of the new news coming in, we heard about it uh, heading into the final months of 2022, but officially became uh, I guess officially became official <laughs> in the last couple of days uh, as the Klotz Buckeye Karting Challenge uh, transfers ownership. Chris McCrone uh, of the Cleveland area is taking over the ownership of the Buckeye Karting Challenge program, which has essentially been a state championship there in the uh, the state of Ohio, uh, going to a number of different racetracks throughout over the probably over the last what I think four to five years that this this program's been going on by uh, led by Scott Benton and Scott Smith. Uh, both of them are kind of stepping away from the uh, from the organization and and passing it along to to Chris McCrone. Uh, who has been involved in karting since uh, he was a child, returned in 2017, uh, and is the current owner of Ohio Kart Parts and what will essentially be the new Ohio Motorsports Park, uh, 
basically breaking ground here pretty soon uh, to begin construction just outside Cleveland. So a little bit of a shakeup with that Buckeye Karting Challenge program, Nate. Uh, but again, it's been a very successful one, and it saw a lot of big numbers during its, uh, during its first tenure uh, here in the state of Ohio. Yeah, it's been a lot of success. I've seen a lot of drivers and friends go out and run there, and I've always had good things to say about it. Obviously, they're just going to want to you hear it a lot, just a nice and simple ease of transitioning into the new ownership, but I don't think they'll have too much of an issue with that. Yeah. And a little bit of a reduced schedule as well, too. I want to say they had at least five to six races each year, uh, hitting all the different uh, club racetracks in the, across the state of Ohio this year, kind of reduced to just three events. They're going to begin off with June 16th through the 18th in Thompson, uh, raceway. Uh, I believe that's on the Northeast side of Cleveland. Uh, then they'll head to the new Ohio Motorsports Park on the west side of Cleveland on August 18th through the 20th, and then down to the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati on October 20 through the 22nd. Uh, so again, a reduced schedule for them, uh, not hitting some of the other o- Ohio tracks that have been part of the series. You think about G&J and, and others as well, too. So maybe just to kind of regroup and, and kind of figure out where, where this program is going to go for the future. Yeah. And I mean, every once in a while, I've just got to take a step back, look at where you're going, where the series is going. Obviously, with the new ownership, they're going to do a bit of that, but obviously best interests in mind. And I don't see the series losing any momentum or anything with this. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds with the new ownership with Chris McCrone. Uh, Another new program that has been established for the 2023 season. That is the new England carding challenge. So we got word of this, uh, from, uh, from the new England area about a new Briggs and Stratton 206 and world formula focused, uh, race series, which, uh, again, the, the world formula still continues to be popular. I know it's popular by you up in Minnesota. Well, it knew, I mean, it has well. been, it has it's, been. It's, it's it has been. It's on its it, deathbed over here. But I know in, in Pat New Mulder, in North uh, West that that's still going strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even in New England, I you know they've they've continued to run the World Formula again. It it's a different package than the 206 because they're able to actually work on the engine a little bit. It's not a spec package, so I think that kind of entices some of the old school uh, racer mentality. Uh, when looking at, you know, four cycle racing rather than running the clone, uh, the world formula produces more power and has the ability to be worked on. So, you know, I don't have, I have a world formula. I never ran it. (laughs) It sat literally on my shelf for, for years. Uh, have you ever run a world formula up there at stock Stockholm? I, I have the first, uh, I think three or four years that I ran, I ran it with a world formula. So it's a really good engine package. It's fun. It's like you said, it allows for you to work on it a lot more and have a bit of a competitive advantage if you know what you're doing, which it got a little expensive for some people, but that's just well, that's racing. Overdoing it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just racing. And I think at a club level for us, it didn't quite work out. But I can totally see for a traveling regional or national series how that engine package would work because it's it produces some good racing. It's not as you're able to break out of a pack just a little bit easier in the world formula just because you have that a little bit more torque and just power. So I it's, it will be quicker. really interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. It's quicker than the Briggs 206. So that helps, you know, and that's always, I always joke when people talk about, you know, running, you know, the Briggs 206 as an open class, you know, after, you know, the engine seals have expired or something like that. Well, a lot of people use, sell those engines to like road racers, but I've always looked at, well, the world formula is your, your answer. I mean, if you, if you don't want to do 206 racing, I mean, that's in, in you like four cycle stuff that is that is the uh, the ticket to go but uh no as you said kind of really hasn't it has its small pockets across the country and uh, i think it's kind of just going to keep it that way it, no different than what we've seen with other engine man, engine manufacturers in the past 
like uh, I know it's before your time, but like a USA 20, it used to be really popular in the country and then and then kind of just broke down to little pockets across until it really died because there was no more parts available. But uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, the New England Karting Challenge going to head to the Club Motorsports in New Hampshire on June 24th, Rocky Ridge in Vermont in July 22nd, and then they'll head back to New Hampshire in August 5th and then in Vermont for the September 9th date. And then they'll have a eight hour endurance race in October 21st in New Hampshire at the club motorsports facility. So a really unique aspect and interested to see more on that uh, as the 2023 season goes along. And with that, we'll head to our final commercial break as we wrap up another edition of this week in karting. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Kart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from Kid Kart to Shifter Kart. Villanova Racing Karts is their flagship product available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TV Kart. Kartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TV Kart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports, all beginning at Kartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TB Kart and Villeneuve Racing Karts. Race Lab. Race with us, win with us. The Challenge of the Americas is back for its 16th season in 2023 and some intriguing changes are in store to make this new year the most exciting yet. We've adjusted the schedule to make our program work better for our teams, which means more teams, more racers, and more competition. For the first time, we're starting the Challenge of the America season in February. We're launching at the incredible Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, one of the best racetracks in the country, on the February 3rd to 5th weekend, and then we'll head to the PKRA facility in Phoenix on March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The finale will again take place at the beautiful Sonoma Raceway this year on April 14th, 15th, and 16th. The sought-after tickets to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy and the Rock Vegas event in Las Vegas will be on the line, as always. We're also stoking the fire for the series with two exciting new classes for this year's challenge that have the karting community buzzing. We'll be the first program to offer the new CIK, FIA, OKN formula, which is karting at its purest. Direct drive, no starter, light and fast. Who's up for this challenge? 
We're also providing the country's only place for juniors to race gearbox carts with our new Rock Shifter Junior class. The engine is restricted, which provides an incredible experience for our young racers and durability and lower engine costs for our families. If your son or daughter is looking at a shifter, race the challenge to get real experience. The 2023 season of the Challenge of the Americas kicks off in less than three months, so make sure you book the weekends on your racing calendar. To learn more, head to challengecarding.com. Welcome back for our final segment here on This Week in Karting, episode number 57. It is January 11th, 2023, uh, our first episode of the season for This Week in Karting. And we'll get a little bit into uh, what's available through eCarding News, uh, including our editorial that has been published over the last two weeks. That includes our race report from uh, WK Daytona Kart Week where our focus was mainly on the sprint. I know there is a road race report coming from World Karting Association, so we'll get that up on the website as well, too. But uh, a number of different drivers, Nate, that picked up victories, multiple victories uh, down in Daytona to begin what is essentially is the first event of the 2023 season. Yeah, and it's always a fun event between the three different divisions that WK has with road, sprint, and dirt karting. It's always a fun event to go down to, to head down and race or watch. I know I've been a couple times and it's always a unique atmosphere. When you get done with the sprint racing, you go and watch dirt or in all the hotels are just so close to the track. It's a really, really fun event. And yeah, some good racing there had the Taylor brothers of IMSA fame racing in the Margate class. So that was really cool to watch, but yeah, some really competitive and fun racing down there. Yeah, and I would expect to get our driver of the month from that event as well, considering that was the only major event during the month of December. So we'll get more more details about that event uh, in the coming days and weeks. Uh, another article series that we've established is EKN's One to Watch, and that's going to be kind of a focus on drivers that uh, kind of stood out or might have had a breakthrough season. Uh, maybe not necessarily winning a lot, but uh, has kind of caught the eye of the karting paddock or the karting industry. And our first driver to kind of profile was Lucas Palacio of Trinity Karting Group and the Kart Republic brand. Uh, again, Lucas has just finished up his first year in the Mini Swift category, now heading into his second season in that category. Again, one of the more younger drivers in the class as well, too, as he still was he, he was eligible to compete in micro swift, but elected to move up last year to the mini category. So a great article penned by our own Rob Howden with that. And uh, it was good to, to kind of get uh, some insight into the Palacio family. Yeah. And I came on a bit late to the 2022 campaign, but seeing him run at, I believe just in the last few races of the season, he really impressed and obviously has the speed to take that into 2023 and do some further damage with it but yeah some really nice things to say in the comments too and just everyone agreeing with how much of a talent this kid is and it should be fun to watch him in 2023 yeah in the fourth uh, i believe it was fourth place or at least on the podium i can't remember what position i think i think it was fourth at the scusa super nationals 25 so a great way to end the year among the championship contender in USPKS and Supercarts USA Pro Tour. So, uh, again, you guys will be watching him this weekend at the uh, Scusa Winter Series as well. But uh, And, again, uh, the last bit of editorial was my behind the laptop wait a minute in terms of weight and the – I know, you keep laughing at that. I just – it was so – I. I came up with that. I'm like, wait, oh yeah, I got, I got to start coming up with more puns because I think it'll get more, <laughs> more eyes on what the article actually is. And again, it's just, I rant and rave and I get on my soapbox, I get on my, my, my shed and I start yelling at the neighborhood about weights being too damn high. <laughs> and I really think that's what it is. And I think, you know, obviously those parents that have either smaller or lighter children understand, or even the mechanics who are dealing with the, the smaller and lighter drivers uh, understand that, you know, anytime you're putting over 40 pounds on a cart, it's just insane and, and it's ridiculous and there's no need for it. So I think overall as our, for our sport, we need to figure out a way to kind of alleviate that. Again, I, I think 20, 30 pounds, maybe 30 pounds should be the most that you put on. I know I've put on 25 pounds just to make the master's weight at cup carts, North America. 
grand nationals. It's ridiculous. I'm 215 pounds and I shouldn't be having to add weight to my cart. And especially at a master's age where we should be going quicker. We shouldn't be getting slowed down by the weight. And you look at the cadet side of things, these, you know, again, in terms of a safety aspect, these carts are getting heavier and heavier with the amount of ballast that these drivers are going to are having to put on the carts because the organizations continue to keep the weights a little bit too high. And again, I'm talking, you know, we can drop 10 to 20 pounds here on a number of different categories to help alleviate that, not only help keep the cart safe again, when you're trying, when they wreck and you're trying to lift the cart off the driver, it's not easy to do when it's over 200 pounds, uh, especially like a junior cart. Uh, in say X30 junior, when you have the, 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 the bigger engine and the radiator and all the extra weight on there, it just, it's not a safe, uh, it's, it's, it's just not safe. And I, I really don't like that, but it's not, it's also not good, um, for mechanics and parents trying to lift all that stuff. So I just, I really think there, there can be more of a calculated way of adjusting the minimum weights for all the different sanctioning bodies and organizations and especially even at a club you know that was my my number one thing is weigh everybody at the beginning of the year figure out okay where do we need to put the weight in terms of what are what drivers we have here and let's adjust according to the actual drivers who are at the actual racetrack so nate i don't i know you're on the lighter side of things so you probably have to put a lot of weight on to make some of the minimum weights i have a opinions on minimum weights and i will get <laughs> on my little soapbox here for a minute it is right. so there is such a simple solution to this and it's in the first practice you walk down the aisle of every single cart you look at it if they all have weight on it allow it to take some weight off it's like right. there's no reason it's become a safety issue too because there are people at our club who run in the master's class who are lighter than me and have literally 70 pounds of lead on their they have an, the entire back of their seat is just lead and it's stupid it's a safety issue at this point and it it does not make sense to me in the slightest well let's i mean think about it 70 pounds of weight on a seat they got to go through a seat a day a weekend right because i mean any kind of bump or 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 incident it's going to crack the seat right away boom they got to buy another new seat or, you know, as, as I said, they're flipping over, the seat's going to break and it's not going to be as safe as what it was if it, if it didn't have all that weight on it. So I agree with you on that. Like, there's no reason why if you walk down the grid, if everybody has weight on their cart, perfect. How much, you know, let's take 10 pounds off. Perfect. Yep. Done. Easy, simple solution. You know, again, my idea was more technical and actually weighing everybody, figuring out, okay, what what's the range of our driver's weights? Because again, you can kind of take the average weight of a cart normally, and then just use your, your driver's weights to, to figure out the, the variable and what's going to work for the actual drivers who are there. And again, it can adjust every weekend. You know, that's, that's the great thing about this number. Weights don't have to be set in stone. It's not like a 10 yeah. commandments thing where you have to follow this weight throughout the year. No, it, you, you really don't. You can, you know, and I, I don't think of, again, it's hard to look at motorsports because we really don't talk about weight other than in karting because the weight to horsepower ratio is, is, is so, so important to where in car racing. Yeah. You hear about it in IMSA because you have different manufacturers and cars that weigh different, different uh, amounts. So there's a, a lot of difference in that, but really you don't hear about weight. And so I think in karting, I think it's, it's not we don't have to set things in stone. I don't think in terms of that, because we, you know, race directors change things on the fly. They may not say it, but they view things differently depending on the weekend. And, and I don't see why we can't again, have like a, we have supplement rules pretty much every event we go to where things are changed. You know, they're always changing the SCUSA rule book. They're always changing USPKS rule book. They're always doing, adding supplemental rules even on the engine side of things, tech stuff, you know, tech stuff changes all the time. I, weight is just one of those things that it doesn't have to be set in stone. It can be fluid. We can always adjust at the beginning of every race weekend to what we need or what's going to, or again, we might set something for this, you know, to, again, take Scusa winter series event coming up this weekend, 
set a weight for the weekend. It could change for February. You know, you have maybe different drivers that weren't there in January or, uh, you know, kids might have gained some weight from January to February because it is winter time. Um, so, again, there's a, just a lot. Weight is a very big variable uh, in terms of numbers. So I, I, I you know, I keep I keep getting on on my on my shed and yelling at at the sky about it. But I just I, I hope some organizations can listen to it and, and kind of take that that note or I just might have to start going to organizations and doing it myself. I'm not one or the other. I'm, I, I'm starting to be that grumpy old man, I think in the sport. Yeah. We've, we've upgraded from soap boxes and now we're getting the ladder <laughs> and climbing on top of the shed. <laughs> well, come on. Have you not seen that the SNL skit with, uh, with Will Ferrell where he's like, get off the damn shed. And he's just screaming and yelling. And I, I love that. So yeah. That's where I come up with that. Um, EKN podcast. Again, this is a podcast. You can pick up this show and every show that we've done. We've done over 300 podcasts uh, over the last, what I want to say, five, at least five years that we've been doing podcasts. We did it actually back in 2005. We started doing podcasts. Some of those are available for download. Again, any of the recent shows we've done, everything we've done is available on the ECAN website through our podcast page, or you can get it on iTunes, Google Play. Spotify, Podbean, all the other podcast outlets. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, give us a review, and make sure you keep downloading all the recent uh, episodes. Uh, what's available new right now is the This Week in Carding, episode 56 from December 29, 2022, along with our most recent face-to-face, episode number 63 from the uh, world kind of Focus on the winner, some of the winners from the WKA Daytona Cart Week. That's going to be available as a podcast today. So again, download whatever you need, wherever you need. Nate, uh, are are you a big podcast guy? Do you download a lot of like say racing or other hobby podcasts, or, or are you kind of a music guy in terms of that? I mean, it's a good thing to when you're just working on stuff or on a drive. It's nice. The long form content will help pass the time quicker quite enjoy them so what do you what 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 are you going to be listening to heading down to uh florida tomorrow i will be sleeping the entire <laughs> all right so there we go with that sleeping is rated above podcasts there we go uh and again ecan radio network the only 24 hour seven days a week channel dedicated to the sport of carding in the world uh download the app so you can listen to anything carding related 24 hours a day seven days a week uh, this episode of This Week in Carding will be playing on that tomorrow, Thursday, January 12th. And then we'll make this a podcast. Uh, and we'll continue with uh, more of the rewinds for Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Winter Series. We'll also, uh, we right now playing on the EKN Radio Network actually is our outlap uh, for the Supercarts USA Winter Series event. So that is playing on the EKN Radio Network right now. That will be available in podcast form tomorrow. So make sure, again, tune in. ECAN Radio Network, that's where we play our podcast first before it becomes available for download. Uh, what's coming up on EKN? As we've mentioned multiple times, this weekend, January 13th through the 15th, the Supercarts USA Winter Series kicks off at the AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. I'm sorry, presented by MG Tires in Homestead, Florida. <laughs> So, Nate, you're going to make your first visit down to the Homestead area. Aside from the weather, what is kind of the one or two things you're looking forward to make, getting your first glimpse uh, of Homestead and the AMR Motorplex? I think it's more of the, so obviously I'll be doing top tens in photography there. But after looking at it, I think the challenge of trying to make a parking lot look good from a photography point of view will mm. be a bit interesting and a bit fun to see how that works out, but uh, mainly, mainly the 80 degree weather. Well, you do have palm trees. There's a lot of palm trees in the, in the far background through around the facility. So you'll be able to use that. You'll be able to use the, a little bit of the speedway. Really. I think the hairpin is the only section that you'll be able to use that because of the counterclockwise direction, maybe in the opposite direction. I'm trying to think, no, that would be even worse. So I'm not sure. I never really got to use the speedway much in the background, but again, you can kind of use it as, as maybe some fisheye 
uh, images or, or something like that. So, uh, yeah, at least the sun, the, the, uh, the, um, the lighting, considering it's not going to rain. I hope it doesn't rain. <laughs> we'll be, not we'll be look. good. We'll be good for shooting. So, uh, but again, you never know Homestead, Florida, right there ne near the keys. You always kind of get a little bit of a shower, but hopefully not the monsoon we had that came through last year and uh, essentially flooded the pit area and the racetrack. So, uh, aside from that, we'll be uh, a couple weeks later. It'll be me and Rob Howden heading over to the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona, for the opening rounds of the Challenge of the Americas, scheduled for February third through third through the fifth. Again, sixteenth uh, season for the Challenge of the Americas program, and I believe it's our thirteenth year heading to that program to provide trackside live coverage. Again, we'll be streaming all the live audio on the ECAN radio network, along with ECAN live page, uh, providing top 10 results, daily reports, and among other things uh, throughout that weekend. I'm excited to head back to see the Challenge family uh, and, and, again, get back to uh, a racetrack because it's been since uh, Super Nationals that I've smelled the fumes of race gas and tires um, and same for you nate right thinking very yeah i it is it has been a while yeah because neither of us went to daytona i don't i haven't done any indoor karting have you done any indoor karting i haven't done any indoor karting okay. no. no actually i take that back i did i did electric karting uh during christmas break with the kids ah. and some family friends so not the same because again it's not motorized or not uh fuel powered they are electric so you don't get that same buzz that you get when you go trackside for a karting event but uh at least i got the juices flowing in terms of competitiveness and yeah. and, and racing uh beating up on my 15 year old uh on, on the kart track <laughs> so uh, that's always fun uh so yeah with that uh nate i hope you have safe travels down to homestead and uh enjoy your your weekend with rob howden uh boy that's a handful <laughs> <laughs> i mean you said it that's <laughs> <laughs> it'll be that's... good it'll be good it'll be a good bonding experience between the owner of the company and the new employee so i think it'll be a good yeah. time and again you'll you'll be able to, to kind of take in uh homestead for the first time because last year was uh or the year before that during uh what, what was it 2021 when covid was still kind of uh hurting some of the travel stuff uh that's when i got to go down there for the first time it's a unique experience i will say that yeah i i've heard from the conversations <laughs> we've had so that yeah. should be fun so enjoy it and have a good time and best of luck and safe travels to everybody heading over to homestead as if they're not there already uh and again follow us on social media facebook twitter instagram and uh as uh, rob and nate provide great coverage throughout the weekend from homestead for the opening rounds of the supercarts usa winter series so for nate dean I am David Cole. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of This Week in Cardinal.